0: Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Café, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Love begins with caring. Caring for the other person. Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm at absolutely delighted to join you once again today, and guess what? It is Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm writing this poem just for you. Hmm. Roses are red, violets are blue. Without your love, what would I do? Hmm. Try again. Roses are red, violets are blue. Get on with the podcast or we will be through. <laughs> there you go. That's my romantic side. Ah, the romantic and not-so-romantic poems. Thousands have been written over the years with famous authors. Holiday cards adorn the shelves and many stores. Tis the day for loving and romance. or sharing your care and devotion for someone special in your life. I had the honor of sharing a heart-to-heart conversation a few days ago with a person who has been married for 50 years. Five zero years! Wow! I was five years old when they got married. The person I was chatting with asked for full anonymity and said, please don't say my gender on your podcast because I don't want my spouse thinking I'm yakking about our relationship. It was really cute and I love it. So after 50 years of marriage, this person was making sure that privacy at home was being honoured. I asked what the best times in their marriage were and the reply was camping. Wow, I could see that. I love camping. My friend replied, when we camp... We truly connect. There is no work, no home chores, nothing that interferes with us just having time together and enjoying each other's company. I smiled. I love camping and one of my best memories with my partner is a long road trip where we had multiple hours to simply talk, travel new roads, and build new memories. I get it. My friend also noted that the best part about camping was quality time, not quantity. Quality time is the best time, my friend said. Just being there with each other. No distractions. I love to listen. My friend went on to say that respect was so important. And in the 50 years they have shared marriage, they have always tried to be respectful. And another thought was touch. And it was not just a sexual thing, but simply touch. My friend noted that just sitting together on the couch and having your spouse put their hand on your knee or an unexpected hug, or hugging like you really mean it. Even a pat on the back, if you know your spouse is having a really bad day and you just want to give them a loving pat on the back that says, I care. My friend said that the touch connection was so important. I've seen this couple together, and although they tease each other, they're really kind, and it works, 50 years later. Years ago, I worked in a medical clinic, and I used to just love it when the little old couples would come in. Sometimes they would offer up that they had been married for 40 years, 50 years, some even 60 years. And I would ask them what the secret to their relationship was, and some of the responses included, I did a lot of walking, or don't get your knickers in a knot over small things. One couple said, there is no secret. We just love each other. I remember as a kid, there was an older couple that we used to see in our church, Oh, they were so cute, and I remember their names and which house they lived in. He wore a long, dark overcoat, and she had a little white woolly dress coat. She always had on an old-fashioned hat, and he wore a top hat. They would both take their hats off in church, but they never stopped holding hands. For years, we just sat in the row behind them, and then one day, he came alone. It was really hard on him when she passed away, and it was only a few months later when he stopped coming as well. There's a house named after them back in my hometown, but that is not the memory that I have. Even as a young child, almost 50 years ago, I could still see the love that this couple had, and I remember feeling so sad when his wife was no longer at his side. Somehow they reminded me of the grandparents I never had the chance to meet, or the grandparents on the Waltons. Love is fragile, and if you're blessed to share those special moments, Hang on to them. Things can change in an instant and the clock does not turn back. I can remember my kindergarten Valentine's Day just like it was yesterday. That was 50 years ago and the memory has not faded. I was so excited to attend the Valentine's Day party. Mom had bought a little package full of paper Valentines and we had a card for each classmate. I ended up sick on Valentine's Day and I had to stay home. That was pretty upsetting because it would have been my first Valentine's Day party at school. I still remember the excitement of having my friend TJ arrive at the door with an envelope for me. It was full of valentines. I could always count on TJ. He was my best friend in those days and he always had my back. We had a family friend who always brought us little hearts full of chocolate valentines. Here we received a little heart full of chocolates and the excitement of the tasty treats, and we kept those heart boxes for other purposes after. From jewelry boxes to crayon holders, those cardboard heart-shaped boxes provided entertainment and a reminder to us that someone cared enough to make sure that a mom and four girls had treats on that special day. Valentine's Day brought so much excited in class in the younger years. Art class transformed into Cupid class, and we were busy cutting out red paper hearts, using crisscross scissors to make snowflake add-ons. The word love was written all over our hearts, and there was the occasional glance around the class to see who might be making a special card for you. There was a year in middle elementary school when we had a Valentine's Day exchange in class. We each had a brown manila envelope, and it was taped to the side of our desk. The teacher allowed us to walk desk to desk and deposit valentines in each envelope. It was supposed to replicate a mailbox, you know, and I know our teacher had great intentions and she told us to be fair with distribution of our valentines, but I gotta be honest, you know, I mean, I always felt like the ugly duckling in early grades. I had this short little pixie haircut and I didn't have beautiful locks that many of the other girls had, and when my new teeth came in, I ended up with two large front teeth and an overbite that brought many hurtful jokes from insensitive peers. I also recall this day just like it was yesterday. I was worried about opening up my envelope. I knew I could count on a couple of friends in the class to ensure I would receive a Valentine, but in my heart, I really dreaded opening the envelope because I figured it would be pretty bare. So on that cold winter morning, as we sat at our desks, I peered into the envelope and I was completely surprised at the amount of valentines inside. I opened it up and put them on my desk. Wow, I had so many valentines, just like the others. As I began to read the little cards, I noticed that many had the same cartoon on the front and they were all signed by the same boy. <laughs> yeah, there was a boy in my class and I'm simply going to call him G for the sake of privacy. Now G was a really nice boy. He lived near the school, and I thought he was pretty cool because even in the cold months, he arrived at school wearing Converse All Star high tops. Woohoo, that was cool. And you know, he had sent me his entire collection of Valentines. I was likely flushed and surprised, and I thanked him after school. He just kind of went red, kept his head low, and said, You're welcome, and he carried on. He didn't tell me why he did it, but I already knew. A few months prior, we'd been involved in a secret gift exchange for Christmas and she had arrived with no gift on that day. Sadly, our teacher had not thought of how to include a child who didn't bring a gift and he was about to be left out. Things like that should just never happen. And I had offered to share my gift with him so we sat together so we could open it together. I can't exactly remember what the gift was but I believe it was some kind of candy and we split the package and shared it. He knew that I had looked out for him that day, and it was his way of thanking me. This stayed with me for years. I didn't have the embarrassment of getting an empty envelope during Valentine's, and he didn't have the embarrassment of not having that gift at Christmas. It wasn't until recent years I thought more about the impact of holidays on children in school. For me, most of them brought so many great memories. I was always so excited, you know, when we had art projects and we would do pictures and color and there'd be songs and celebration. And there was a girl who lived down the street from me and she was always excused from class because her family's faith didn't allow her to participate. I always felt really bad for her, but I never understood the depth of how that could impact someone until I became very close to an individual who had gone through it. I don't tell this to shed any negativity on holidays or celebrations, but hopefully to bring some compassion. So when we see children who have to be left out for reasons that are not their choice, we need to be compassionate. G did not choose to come to school that Christmas with no gift. After all, a boy who wore runners to school and 20 below likely didn't have a big budget for presents friends who were forbidden by parents to participate in celebrations because of their faith were excluded, and that could leave emotional scars for years to come. I will always remember the good, but I will never forget the kids who were not so lucky. I guess having buck teeth and a dorky haircut wasn't such a bad thing in comparison to what others were going through. I've thought a lot about Valentine's Day this past week. Over the years, I've celebrated it in so many ways. I made valentines for my mom and when I became an adult, I too made sure that she always had a heart full of chocolates. Sometimes I brought her flowers on Valentine's Day. Well, you know, Valentine's Day is not just for your sweetheart or spouse. It's a time when you can send a greeting of love to anyone that really matters to you. When you're young and you're in love, you're so excited about the different ways you can celebrate. Restaurants are filled during this day, offering specialty menus and delicate desserts, from champagne to truffles, roses and rings. So many beautiful moments are celebrated on this day. Love is a beautiful thing and it presents in so many forms. Love is more than chocolate bonbons and roses. Hey, I love my dog. Hi, Aussie. I love you. <laughs> and I love my children. I love my sisters. I love my close friends. And I really love my partner, even though he's a bit of a smarty pants from time to time. But love can be devastating when relationships break down or there is loss. However, love can also be so rewarding, whether it's romantic love or just simply love. I knew that Valentine's Day was associated with St. Valentine, but I wasn't completely sure of the origin. I did a little research online, and I was surprised to read that there was a legend out there that Valentine, or Valentinus, was a priest who served in the 3rd century in Rome. Legend had it that when the Emperor Claudius II decided men made better soldiers than those with families, marriage for young men had become outlawed. The legend says that Valentine realized the injustice of the decree, and he continued to perform marriages in secret. He was put to death when the emperor discovered his actions. Well, I've read other stories as well. Other stories have suggested that he met his demise uh, from helping Christians escape the Roman prisons and that he had fallen in love with the jailer's daughter. The legend stated he sent her a note signing, From Your Valentine. Hmm, are any of these stories true? I have no idea. I wasn't around back then. There are so many stories out there. I'm really not sure which is the correct origin for Valentine's Day, but I do know that stores, restaurants, candy shops, oh, and florists are extremely busy on this 14th day of February. So, on this Valentine's Day, I encourage you to reach out and send a Valentine's Day greeting to anyone that you know who is single, whether they're single by choice or life is simply throwing curveballs a little Valentine's greeting can bring a sense of happiness and inclusion on a day promoted for lovers. I can't eat chocolate anymore, so I don't expect to see any chocolate-filled hearts. I sent a Valentine's Day package to my grandchildren in the mail. Hopefully it gets there on time. And uh, I will give my dog a special Valentine's Day treat. Yeah, Ozzy, I love you. <laughs> and I bought a little chocolate heart for my son, and I'll celebrate Valentine's Day with my soulmate, even though he was one of the kids who didn't get to celebrate growing up. I will reflect on the word love. According to Dictionary.com, love is a profoundly tender affection for another person, or a feeling of warm, personal, attached, or deep affection. Love is also a verb to have love or affection for another person, or simply, to be in love. It's been a crazy couple of years. And one thing our world could use right now is a lot more love. Yeah, we need some more loving. I don't have to spell it out. We've seen the hardships that anger and hatred have caused to our society in recent years. Lack of forgiveness, judgment, alienation, and violence have no place in our society. Love is what makes the world go round. (laughs) So on this 14th day of February about a plan as to how you can show love, not just today, but 365 days of the year. I believe that Valentine's Day should be every day, not just one particular day. Treat every day like it's Valentine's Day. And here is my last little attempt at a Valentine's Day poem to end my podcast. Roses are red, Violets are blue. My podcast would end if it wasn't for you. Roses are red, some pink, some yellow. I think today I will keep it mellow. Go out and have fun. Enjoy the day. Love is for all, and it's never too late. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And remember as you head out, smiles and love come in all languages and in all colors. Happy Valentine's Day! Great. More chocolate. Eat more chocolate. I don't need any more chocolate. I love chocolate. I want more chocolate. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.